1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet.
0: self-helpless with kelsey cook delaney fisher and taylor tomlinson what's up everybody welcome to self-helpless i'm delaney fisher i'm kelsey cook and i'm taylor tomlinson and today we have an incredible guest writer comedian uh, uh co-host of the reality bites podcast which i did recently and had a great time doing sophia alexandra everybody <laughs>
1: yeah and Uh, you were great on the podcast thanks for coming
0: on hey thanks for having me it was so it was such a nice conversation learned a little bit about you but not enough and that's (laughs) why you are here all right right. now before we start do you have a favorite quote oh yes okay i was really glad you asked me that
1: (laughs) because i've been trying to focus on this one thing all the time which is uh the perfect is the enemy of the good
0: Oh. yeah oh, i gotta like love that because i
1: have such a fucking problem you know with like okay well is it is it perfect is it uh, you know it's like no just do the thing do it good enough and yeah. just fucking move on to the next thing
0: exactly it'll, it'll
1: keep being there. are all there's more things there's always more things yeah yes. and i feel like that prevents me a lot from doing things i'm like well i can't do that really well it's like okay well do a version of that that yes. is good yeah yes. do something do yeah. something yeah absolutely and that applies to fucking everything you know yeah. like cleaning writing <laughs> just like anything trying yeah. new jokes just like
2: yeah we just talked about that with kathy heller yeah.
1: yeah and she just
2: so encouraged people to like lean in and like not think about about making mistakes and if it's perfect or not because it just keeps you blocked yeah totally yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah being a perfectionist kind of i think can be uh debilitating sometimes oh my oh. gosh and like yes. make you be like catatonic about like so paralyzing starting starting things or finishing things more really yes. Absolutely. start stuff but then you'll be like well but it's not at the level that i Wanted it to be so, probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, I'll just wait until that level happens. It's like, no, just start fucking doing it and reach for shit. You know, yeah. yes, because you get that's to that, that level. level. <laughs> reach for shit. Yeah. Reach for shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you get to that level, right? Yeah, yeah. is by being good for
3: a while. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe you'll be, yeah, you'll never be perfect, but you'll be great. And maybe. it also
1: makes me think of uh, I don't know if you guys know the comedian Emily Winter. Mm-mm. she's in new so. york she's amazing she just did this thing 100 rejections um oh. in a year oh wow so her goal was to get over like the scary like prospect of failing by trying to get 100 rejections oh, and whoa. she just wrote an it. article about it uh in the new york times you guys should totally read it oh that's, oh, incredible. that's
3: so
2: cool yeah what were her findings what did she yeah. feel
1: like after all that what she learn she like i think it just made her braver and better Mm. but she says that you know rejection still always feels bad but like now she's like i've achieved so much while i got rejected too oh cool and then this other friend of mine inspired by her did like a hundred like asks because he Mm. hates asking Mm. and his stat patrick Casey, his name is he's another comic and his stats were like he got 49 things i think from asking wow 100 oh, wow.
0: times something oh. like that yeah so you got like a 50% success rate that's, that's pretty, pretty good fucking awesome. yeah. that's pretty awesome that's pretty good yeah so Damn. wow I love that and, and I think f- this is like end of
1: year vibes where everybody's like should I have yeah. been more could i have cured cancer this year yeah <laughs> what happened to me yeah <laughs> i was gonna ride four horses at once yeah,
2: yeah. but you know, I know that, like we talk we shit on instagram all the time on this podcast about like that it, it can make you feel bad in so totally. many ways but i will say the whole trend that's been happening in the last few years where like you pick your top nine photos or like top nine mm-hmm. moments there's something i think very mentally healthy about that because it does force you to like look through your year and go oh my god there were so many great things that it's like you can't even pick just nine like you yeah. want to ultimately have something that has more than nine in there and that's a good reminder to be like oh my god a lot of great things happen oh that's man, why you, i got
1: a fucking journal too yes forget shit all the time yes. yeah i hate yeah. like going to therapy and she'll be like okay and i'll be telling her about a thing and she'll be like okay well What do you think led to that? And I'll be like, I have no fucking idea what happened two weeks ago at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) But if you write in your journal and like sum it up, then you'll be like, oh yeah, I like forgot, but like I got a rejection, you know, and that like kind of sunk Mm -hmm. into my subconscious and it was like affecting me or whatever. I had a fight with a friend or something. Yeah. You forget that shit. And then you'll be like, well, there's no reason for anything.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd love to see if people would post their nine uh, biggest failures or what they think their biggest failures were for the year and talk about yeah. what it was and how it changed them and how they're it pushed they them start forward today should we start that yeah. trend start should that we hashtag do, and should we do like nine oh. biggest failures do you think anyone's done that i no, somebody do. has. i feel like but somebody, somebody awesome. probably has let's maybe do that joke, instead let's do it sincerely, because some, so of my, sincerely yeah. some of my biggest failures or what i perceive as failures this year have been why i feel so happy and successful now Oh, you know what i mean yeah. so i feel like that's gonna be a uh because yeah i don't know i like seeing the the highlights of people but also there's so much if you know the person really well there can be a lot of bs behind those photos oh, yeah. i'm not talking about you guys obviously oh. um but like you know it's like i know i know what really happened in those pictures or like it, this year and you're not really displaying it honestly mm, and yeah. that to me is always like mm, if we could all just say what really happened yeah you know, yeah. know maybe of we'd posting all feel better about
1: comedy almost is all lies because like yeah. a lot of times we'll be like i did that show that show had eight people at it i mean yeah. you took a great picture of you on stage there and like we all do that you know yeah because yeah. you want to be like hey i'm doing shit right i do forget dork- about me, me. Yeah, yeah exactly
3: it's all- <laughs> i exist yeah it's all about i looked perception. up i looked up the hashtag bottom nine Ooh. instead of top <laughs> nine and there's not really
0: anything so i think really? we should do oh anything. man That's calling awesome. all helpsters you yeah. guys let's start it whether it's top what should we do at top nine is that a thing okay i'm not, not gonna i feel like resistant to doing this you like, don't, I don't have to. Want to do that you don't There's have to this one, how do i do it but that's well, it's but an it's app. Not, i don't even know how to make nine that, photos no pop but up. it's an app
1: oh. and it chooses uh the nine that were the most liked so you don't oh. choose them yeah 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 so you'd and, have to go through
3: and
2: make your own i could do that yeah of like maybe pictures you didn't post or yeah something. i but prefer you to oh i'm sorry go ahead no no you go ahead i just instead of doing that app you can also just like go through and find like the moments that you enjoyed most that like oh, represented yeah. because if you i've done that app before and it's like you know fucking uh for selfies, selfies yeah. or whatever yeah. that's all that
0: like, ever <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: i've also invented the cancer thirst trap where i post a picture of me in my bathing suit and talk about having cancer in it oh my so god
2: did you, you break the like internet
1: <laughs> oh my god you have to like it you know what i mean yeah. otherwise you're a bad person what what thirst it's amazing oh i've my invented god. it i've bit about that because
0: you should i don't oh i Write a write bit it, about.
2: Put it in your phone right now. I'm dude, serious. Pull out oh, your notepad. I
0: thought you were it. doing it's a. Bit. We no, I, I, I would so never funny. do that. The cancer guys. thirst. So bit. Funny. I mean, the cancer thirst yeah. Rap, yeah. Holy that's Holy shit, it that's great. Yeah, yeah. I've oh invented God. it. God, oh so man, funny. new hashtag. Guys. But I just
1: remembered what my top bottom nine moment is. Ooh, I
0: was like, hear it. Oh, here's
1: what I didn't post. So my writing partner Courtney and I we co-host Reality Bites together. Courtney Gosack. We uh applied for a job and we got interviewed for it and we took this like crazy hopeful picture on the paramount lot in front of the fountain where we were like oh like, this is all happening and we're just like look we're beautiful and all of our hard work's paying off and this is the dream and i'm gonna post that photo because it's so hilarious because we got interviewed, the interview went so well yeah didn't get the job oh so man it's like the that biggest so failure funny. but we got so close and we looked so good at that photo and Dude, i totally did not post it because so i'm very like superstitious and i never post things about possible jobs no because yeah. then i don't want to be the person that people that i don't get it and then
0: people are like oh so what happened to that i'm like yeah
1: take a cue <laughs> have i ever mentioned it again <laughs> you know? oh my
0: god dude that's so funny i just left paramount that's where i worked for three years you to do full-time bitch. dicks <laughs> she left because they didn't give you guys the job yeah yeah. hey i heard what happened i'm out yeah (laughs) i can't be a part of this toxic solidarity yeah Yeah. me too (laughs) oh man um should we get into some stuff well yeah let's Let's do it okay so when i was on your podcast you briefly mentioned that you had breast cancer and you are now cancer free is that right
1: yeah they don't like announce it okay i think people expect like when you're like done with treatment like the doctor comes out with like balloons and he's like no more <laughs> cancer you right? did it yeah. <laughs> but no you just keep coming in for checks like every three months wow. wow and for like ever and i'm on medication one of them for 10 years one of them <gasps> for five yeah. wow so it's like kind of
0: never over but it is over so technically remission is that what they call it they or is no different? one ever
1: says that really no one's ever were like you're in remission to wow to you so what they're do they say like, they're like you finished treatment great let's keep an eye on it
0: oh wow Ooh, okay it's like
1: pretty but now they do give vague. you a cancer barbie i've actually oh, not told think anybody about <laughs> what is a cancer barbie dude she comes with like wigs and a little hair fucking situation what? is this an la thing barbie? because i don't fucking know but cedar sinai <laughs> literally gives you a cancer barbie right, when you're well. done my so stepmom way. got
3: cancer in temecula they're <laughs> not handing out barbies <laughs> in riverside to... county that's can an I send la my thing?
1: cancer barbie <laughs> can you take a <laughs> picture your... of it and oh my like, god post yes it, please oh, oh, have, you? have you no i haven't i felt bad mocking it i was like this is a real nice gesture
0: but quietly <laughs> kind of i laughed at it a lot. oh yeah right? i don't think yeah. even it's if it helps somebody great but i mean that's just an interesting thing i mean that i'm not my 30s do you know what i mm-hmm.
1: mean yeah, yeah yeah i don't know
0: what they thought i was gonna do with yeah. it yeah right
1: like do i display it <laughs> like this is my trophy do you for change winning the hair every like yeah, what couple am i months?
0: supposed to do with
1: yeah. it? i think you
3: absolutely display it yeah why not oh my that's god that's you put in the bathroom should like put someone under... puts their emmy in the bathroom yeah should i put it under the christmas tree yeah or the top yeah. yeah. She's so oh like my an angel. God! I'll tie
2: her to the
0: top. She's the
2: angel. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh
1: my so gosh! So funny. I was uh, me. sorry oh, Katie, I have a quick
3: question. So, Please. how old were you when you were diagnosed? Yeah, let's go um, back to you the You seem beginning. pretty young.
1: Yeah, this is only it. so I'm thirty. I'm freshly thirty-six. This was two years ago that I got diagnosed. Yeah. So okay. I've technically been like cancer free for a year yeah but it takes a while to recover yeah because i had chemo and radiation um and they took the lump out oh and i had an egg retrieval oh it's like a lot of surgeries and they took so they took first they do like a biopsy which is pretty traumatic yeah if you have, like, dense boobs, no, not to brag. You have great yeah. boobs. Thank you. Have you. Boobs, yeah. yeah, But they were, like, drilling into it. They are like, oh. Oh. it was really violent yeah. to even, like, get oh, in there God. to get a little bit of a tumor. So oh, they do that. Then they, when they found out that it was cancer and they did the f- full workup, well, like, they like, to remove the tumor completely, they did the full workup, and then they're, like, oh, based on what it is, which is uh, triple positive, which means it's positive for um, progesterone. Uh, estrogen and um, HER2 receptors, Mm. and that's what made me a good candidate for chemo. Mm. It's like certain Uh. things are killed by chemo, so I was a good candidate for uh, TCH, um, THC is way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, I did six chemo treatments, which were like nightmares that were like a whole mm. day. Um, and then I did radiation for 28 days. Mm. Oh, and wow. then the rest of it is just like a billion pills and shots. I have to have a shot every three months to shut down my reproductive system so that I don't make any estrogen or progesterone so uh, I don't get cancer again
0: because I'm a high
1: candidate for getting it again if they don't shut it down because I am so young. That was the long way to answer your question. Yes, I am young. And at first when I found the lump, my gynecologist was like, oh, it's probably nothing. And he printed out this page that was like, oh, your chances of having cancer are like less than 3% or something. Oh my (laughs) And then also I had the BRCA gene test Two months ago and i was negative
0: oh, oh and then my God. i still fucking
1: got cancer that sucks dude, wow. yeah, dude. it's so basically bullshit. Y- you I have mean, to really it's not
0: bullshit it, there's just yeah. a lot of c- kinds of cancer so yeah, so you really awesome. have to like self-regulate like you you can take these tests and and even you should be getting second opinions and stuff yeah. because okay so can you take us back to like step one you found the lump or yeah you went i in was for a regular in hawaii checkup. okay with my um with my husband because i know how to ruin a vacation <laughs> <laughs> i
3: was like <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is this? So I'm like touching my boob because I was in and out of my bathing suit all the time, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. what? And then I was like, I don't even remember this. And I was like, touch it. Do you remember this? He was like, nah. He's like, you should probably go to the doctor when you get back. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I did. And then, he was like uh it's probably fine but your grandma died from breast cancer yeah so let's like take it further and do a mammogram then they tried to do a mammogram i cried so hard they did it it hurts mm. so much that the clamp thing yeah Ooh, it clamps it. your fucking tit down to literally this like thin a oh. i'm an f cup it oh my fucking gosh. brutalized my tit it was Ugh. insane like both oh of them i was like Ugh. i was literally tears were just streaming down my face oh,
2: my, oh my god and like
1: i don't believe in like angels or whatever shit like that but the woman who did my mammogram turned out to be russian Mm-hmm. F- and her father was from the same city as me oh, wow. and her name uh was the same as my mom
3: oh wow and oh, she weird. talked like
1: russian to me and stuff and it was oh. like having my mom there because i didn't want to tell my mom i didn't want to oh. worry her oh, wow so i was just like quietly just by yourself it between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was shitty and then Jeez. they did an ultrasound and then the ultrasound was like slightly suspicious mm-hmm. but they were like we would have let this go again your grandma died so let's just like do a ultrasound guided biopsy Mm -hmm. that's when they went in there and took a little piece of it and that's when they were like you have cancer and i was like that is not at all what i expected the answer to be i thought they'd be like you were crazy it's fine yeah they're like no it's cancer but you probably won't have to do chemo and i was like okay that's cool so i like kept it together wow and then when they took the whole tumor out and the lymph nodes because they have to to check to see if it spread further my lymph nodes were clean which was awesome and uh when they did the workup on the whole tumor they were like oh you have to do chemo and that's when i fell apart because i was wow. like i don't want to do this at all
3: wow and that's so, when i had
1: to tell my mom couldn't do it oh. i'm a, my mom's a single mom i'm her only kid oh. so t- i had my husband tell her oh. i was like i can't i just can't oh my god the- One of the worst things of, about having cancer is telling everybody over and over. Yeah. That's why I like wrote a blog about it. I was like, "Here, read this." Anytime people would oh. ask me, I was like, "Here, yeah." I'll direct you to this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so literally every step of the way, what they said was not what ended up happening. It was like, "Probably mm-hmm. not this. Probably mm-hmm. not this. Probably yes. not this. Probably yes. yeah. not this." Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. time I was like, "Oh, it actually is. It actually is. Yeah, actually, yes, have to yes, do yes. this. Have to, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally." Well, that's what's so
3: terrifying about. I mean breast cancer specifically, but cancer at all is like because my mom, my mom died at 34 of cancer. Her aunt died at 34 of cancer, and she so I have really strong breast, breast cancer and Hodgkin's lymphoma. So um, they had to, it was like double. Geez, I'm so
1: fucking sorry. And it's sorry.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. but so as a result, I have a really strong family history, and they have like refused to you know it's like hard to get a doctor to even like that you get like a preventative mammogram or anything because you're so young and your breast tissue is so dense or something but then there are some people that are like once you're 25 get one like every few years so yesterday i actually went in and they were going to do a mammogram and an ultrasound and they're like well we're going to do the ultrasound first and it's like it's like not comfortable. Like I was surprised. I was like, Oh, I thought this was gonna be real gentle. And they were like pretty hard. But I didn't have to do the mammogram because they're were like, We're just gonna do the ultrasound first, and if we don't see anything, we're not even gonna do the mammogram. Just like, by the way, sixteen hundred dollars uh oh, for peace of mind. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And they're like, No, you're doing everything you should and absolutely
2: oh my god because
3: like anytime i have breast pain or like anything weird and they're just like no you have a few cysts but you're fine and so i'm like cool like cysts feel like tumors but that's dope and uh (laughs) and but in the waiting room they were like put on this like cape and get undressed and i just sat there they wouldn't they didn't take me back for like an hour and a half so i'm just sitting there on my phone looking at blogs of women who like got breast cancer at 22 got it at 27 and the thing they all said was You have to be your own advocate, especially Mm -hmm. if you have a family history, because what doctors will say is, it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. And Mm -hmm. all your friends will say that, too, because they love you. But when doctors are telling you, it's probably nothing. And they did that to my mom. My mom was having, like, really bad, like, night sweats and stuff. And she went to the doctor for, like, I don't know how long, like, six months to a year. And they were just like, it's hormones. It's hormones. It's hormones. And then they found out she had cancer and she died. So it's like you know it's crazy like you really have to be like no something's weird with my body and even if it's nothing i want to know that it's nothing yeah so like oh my god and just to find out that it is something when you're going like no it's nothing everybody's telling me it's nothing it's like
1: oh and i forgot i also had to do an mri which i was really afraid to do Uh. because you have to be in the machine like it's very claustrophobic you have to be in the machine while you're on your stomach with your arms like this by your ears And like there's plastic on your ribs, and your boobs go in these holes in the table. And it is the most uncomfortable thing ever. And it is so claustrophobic. The first time I went in there, you have like a thing in your hand to squeeze if you want to come out of there. Within two minutes, I was like, get me the fuck out. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, I thought this was squeeze and get out, not squeeze and have a fucking conversation about getting <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Get me the fuck out. And then yeah. they were like, I, I got out and I'm like crying. And I'm not even like someone who freaks out like in an elevator or anything like that. I'm like a normal human being. I don't know. And they were like, oh yeah, this happens all the time. I was like, what? Oh, Why would you not tell me about this in advance? Oh, like, wow. They're like, yeah, a lot, most people freak out. They're like, you should go get an out oh. van from your doctor. I was like, again waste of my fucking time why would you not tell me so i had to go my doctor literally prescribed me one ativan they're like afraid to give you two or three (laughs) yeah i was like yeah because what could happen i could be more sleepy in there like what the fuck so i took the ativan yeah then i found out you could have music in there no one fucking told me but you have to find the kind of mri that you can't again be your own advocate so i had my husband call around and be like find which one you can play music in yeah yeah and then he found one i got there they're like oh this one's busy so let's go to this one i'm like oh my God. does the one have music in there and they're like no and it also takes 45 minutes i was <gasps> like 45 minutes you're in there yeah i was like dude no oh my and my gosh. husband goes well can she just wait until that person gets out and they're like oh yeah i guess so Oh, like geez. it's all a fucking option but yeah. no one tells you you right. literally have to say no i don't want that mri i called and made an appointment with this mri i'm gonna wait till that person is out yeah so then i went in they played fanagram because it's really Fuck loud yeah. and clangy yeah. and i was like i need something that's gonna like mask yeah. that yeah so they just played this fanagram album for me in the headphones so it kind of blocks out because you can't have anything in there so the ipods with them out in yeah. the room Uh-oh. and then they pump it into your headphones wow. and then i survived that because i was like oh that's fine yeah. i could focus on something else i was blissed out on ativan i like took some like hits of weed before i went in because i was yeah. like <laughs> yeah. i just need to get yeah. through this yeah. yeah so yeah and then they were like oh yeah for sure so it's like Jeez. so many steps to even find out you have fucking cancer it's
0: insane oh my yeah. gosh so how how does chemo work and how long is that process and everything so that was like the next step after hey we found yeah the after biopsy. they got it out and okay. i had to have an
1: egg retrieval immediately because okay. chemo damages eggs yeah. so they're like let's get these puppies out of you before you start what is that process like um you have to give yourself shots in the stomach for 11 to 14 days Oh my um, God. um or if you have Jesus. somebody who likes to do that, they would do that. My husband is the most squeamish person on earth, and she I'm not at all, yourself? so I just did it all myself. Oh my I also God! Was, was insane oh God, and went oh to a God, comedy festival in New York during this process and literally oh had gosh. to take a lift from shows to the place I was staying. Uh, some of the shots have to be refrigerated and stuff, yeah. so I, I like would stick myself on the stomach three times. i take a couple of vod- vodka shots before that. Yeah. I was like, these eggs are going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then I went back
1: and like did comedy sets. Wow. And then wow. the last, some of the last shots I had to take I had to take on a turbulent flight back from DFK <gasps> oh to Oh my gosh! I was my... literally with this like little suitcase of of fucking needles and and, <gasps> oh and my uh, God. syringes in the bathroom, being like, Oh, it was oh. like a Pulp Fiction situation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, like, like Aim and stab. Just stab myself, and it was so fucking stupid. I was just like, No. When I got cancer, I was like, "This is my best career year." I got onto eight uh, comedy festivals. I'm writing on my first show. Show if you think. Yeah. I am not gonna do everything. You're wrong, cancer. Yeah. <laughs> you're oh, damn fuck you, wrong. cancer. And then yeah. I was like, "Oh no, I'm wrong." <laughs> I was oh. in that bathroom. I was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> oh,
2: <my laughs> So yeah. Yes, anyway, dude. so you're a rockstar. Do you have to yeah. do the
1: egg retrieval if you want to have a chance? Like, they can't guarantee that after chemo your eggs will like restore. They can, but they yeah. also yeah. may not. So you do that, and then. You have to start chemo within a month of having your lumpectomy. Holy so you shit. do lumpectomy, you do the eleven days of shots, you get your eggs out. How do they
0: get your eggs out?
1: Uh, they put you to sleep, okay, and then they just go in there. Yeah, scoop them, just,
0: just scoop. scoop them out.
1: Oh, Ice cream scoop. Gosh, yeah, just like boop boop. Wow, they got thirteen out. Whoa! Uh, because I had a partner, they like fertilize them because it's a they have more uh, experience freezing embryos than oh, eggs. Okay. okay, wow. It's So they fertilized like eight and then four were like i don't know good fertilized then they did genetic testing two were non-genetically like healthy so we ended up with two boys on ice whoa and we're sticking them in a lady january
0: 31st oh, oh, my, my, shit. oh my, my gosh We found a I surrogate throw up a little bit oh. wow congratulations wow. Like, wow, yeah, that's awesome. I know you were talking about that. Yeah. You were looking for that last time I yeah, saw it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, I need to know more about this whole process. Yeah, it's, it's like a dating agency. Oh. You write a
1: profile for yourself with like photos and like who you are and all of the stuff. They write one for them. And then like you have to like choose each other. Oh my other. gosh. It's, it's pretty nuts. Oh.
0: Whoa. Me and
1: my surrogate text all the time.
0: Really? Oh, I love whoa. her. Oh. That is so cool.
1: I wasn't even hoping for that. I was like, if someone wants to carry this baby, yeah. I was like, truly. <laughs> whatever she's like, looking for thank a you first you first so much bitch <laughs> yeah. yeah they were like do you have any no's like at the agency they're like what's up deal breaker i was like trump supporter <laughs> i was like that's it that's it they can even be a republican like i trust a republican to carry baby i don't trust the trump supporter to carry fucking yeah. groceries you know so that was my only okay, thing we got a negative of- review on our podcast for me saying that they're like why did you have to bash trump i would have given oh, this five stars oh, but you get three uh, i'm like mouth. it's my baby i can yeah. put it in whoever i want this is so all material have- by the way please is it material? oh my gosh oh, you yes. need
0: to talk about this said- whole thing Thing.
2: you just said you don't even trust a trump supporter to carry groceries let yes. alone carry a baby like that's so funny oh yeah. thank you so so i don't you got
0: a whole this is a, a material. whole hour no, we am no but i'm saying but you have a whole be. hour on this okay, great. i'm, just, I'm just gonna transcribe this whole podcast yeah <laughs> yes. yeah <there> you <laughs> get a lot from this uh the, you, <laughs> yeah. you talking about this um so you could so, have yeah. two boys basically. hopefully yeah wow oh you're only gosh. putting one in at a time
1: they have a high chance of splitting Wow, so you have um, twins. Yeah. yeah, so you could have identical twins. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my God. And they don't put more than one in because it endangers the mother. It's a lot harder okay. on, so on one body, and so they don't do that.
0: Okay.
1: Um, wow. So yeah, wow. she's super cool. She has a daughter. I'm going to go see her daughter in a cheerleading competition on January oh, 20th. That's oh, so okay, cool. Because oh. I fucking love watching
0: cheerleading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that laughs> I I loved
1: about her letter. I was like,
0: what? Your daughter can is I just six, cum?
1: and she's a competitive cheerleader. I was like, I'm very into this. I watch Bring, Bring It, it all, all the time.
0: Oh, that's so. Yeah. I was gonna say you have like a cheerleading jacket on, yeah. kind of esque, yeah, right it's now. Like, uh, Meant to be.
1: It's like uh, poor man's Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have enough white for like a third swipe like, <laughs> Just take it. Dude, oh, take my it I own wow. the Bring It on soundtrack. Like I am Dude, all about. You, but do you I, watch I the But you own the Bring It on soundtrack right now? Do you watch the show though? No, There's I don't even know. There's a show. Bring It. Okay. it's about competitive majorette dancing, oh. and it is the is best. It do- is
3: it like a, a reality seen. show or is yeah. it scripted?
1: Oh, where is it on, on Netflix? Uh, lifetime. I okay, say.
2: nice. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, it is good as hell, dude. It is so good. <laughs> I need to check that. out <laughs> that I love so that. Fun. Oh yeah, it's Something so fun that. to watch. So yeah. anyway, very excited putting a baby and a lady. That is so
0: cool. Yeah. Oh, so, so basically, cool. egg retrieval, and then right after that,
1: you start chemo and okay, what is I just, that
0: how, i don't know anything about chemo, so what is that how does just that process poison. work they're just poisoning, yeah they're poisoning
1: yeah. your body i have like a picture i posted of when it was happening to me like after one of the things i'm like green <gasps> like i don't look like a person i'm all blown up and green and like fucked up looking
3: <sighs> um
1: so yeah so my kind of things were taxotere uh carboplatin and herceptin Herceptin is what goes binds to the HER2 receptors that I mentioned earlier, which is what makes me a good candidate for chemo. Got it. So th- that's the combination of things that's supposed to kill the exact kind of cancer that I had. Okay. So um, you have a choice to make when you do uh, the T, the taxotere, um, in terms of do you want to lose your hair or not. And as you know, I'm a stand-up. And as mm-hmm. you probably don't know i'm very vain <laughs> and i was like i have no control about any of this i'm gonna control the shit out of this hair if i can yeah so you can do a cold cap which means that they literally like come over they put they spray your whole head wet then they put a rubber cap on it then uh, like another helmet that uh, has hose coming out of it that's really heavy and they fill the helmet with liquid nitrogen <gasps> and Whoa. it freezes your head what for the entire time that you're getting chemo so i would come in and i would. Get I my had no frozen. idea that was even an option no. i thought like chemo you lose your hair yes is what it is this is kind of new it's yeah. called uh, the dignity cap okay oh wow i'm not a fan of the name it's like what it's only you're only dignified if you fucking have hair
0: That's <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. but i'm
1: very h- glad that they existed it's like yeah expensive i think it was like 250 bucks every time i used it oh wow. my god! so if you do six multiply that out Damn, and Right. that's yeah. all out of pocket because it's not an insurance thing it's like yeah. considered a vein Cosmetic thing way. which is right. bullshit yeah right
3: um so basically yeah it's like i have cancer throw me a bone yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah, no, no one throws you a place.
1: Place. bone for anything no egg retrieval nothing is covered you have to pay for <sighs> are everything are you serious out of
3: pocket. egg retrieval's
1: not covered nope wow welcome oh, to like gosh. 15 to thirty thousand dollars gone it's wow. fucking horrible wow um So, yeah, the only thing that exists that can help you with some of the meds is, and I'm going to shout them out because if anyone's listening to this, Walgreens has the heartbeat program Mm. and you just call them, like look up Walgreens heartbeat program. And uh, you basically tell them like, yeah, I have breast cancer. And they give some of the medication that you need for the um, fertility shots for free. Oh, so that's really nice. Wow. It counts for, like, I think 1200 or something dollars worth of drugs. Oh, wow. So it's, like, a significant amount of money. That's great. That's um, really cool that they do that. So, yeah, yeah. shout-out Walgreens. That's nice. fucking awesome. That is awesome. Um, so, yeah, basically uh, what the point of the liquid nitrogen hat is is um, when you get chemo, it courses through your blood, right? You get it intravenously. So okay. how you get it is you have surgery, and they put in... A chemo port into your body mm. so they take wow. a slice out they put this little metal thing with a rubber button into it and then it has a hose that they push through your veins oh my god so oh it my looks god. like this god. so there's this and a whole thing yeah um my surgery was supposed to take 30 minutes it took th- three and a half hours oh my god and i could feel them pushing it through my veins and i cried the entire time oh. and then they finally gave me fentanyl which is like that michael jackson shit <gasps> because it was so fucking painful um So, yeah, and that's every time you come in, they basically push a needle through this little (laughs) button, and the needle, uh, they, like, butterfly clip in, and then all the poison flows through the hose and goes into your vein. (gasps) It can't touch your vein or your skin, because it's poison. Oh, my God. And they have to handle it with gloves. So it's, like, very, very, like, horribly (sighs) harmful, but it'll save your life, so you do it. Whoa. So, basically, yeah, you get that, and my thing, so... Uh, when it courses through your body they freeze your head so it bypasses your head Mm. because when the blood is kind of frozen it doesn't circulate how does that feel on your head oh it makes you want to throw up immediately immediately it is the most uncomfortable feeling in the world so after a while i figured out oh if you push ativan into my veins before i put it on i can like survive it so that's what they did. They would push out of van, then I would put that fucking thing on. I was there for eight hours. So your head's frozen for eight hours while they push this nightmare shit in. You're just completely like not. Eight hours? Part of it, yeah. Where are you it sitting? has to be frozen two hours before and I guess after or a little bit before. Like your head has to freeze and then it has to stay frozen after the chemo is done for a couple hours. It's like the more you do, the better your chances for hair stuff. But the part that it's not wherever it's not touching your head completely, that's where you lose more hair. So you lose about 50% all over. So you can't really tell that much. Yeah. But be I got a little fryer tuck
0: like bald spot
1: because like didn't touch my yeah. head there. And so it was really embarrassing. I was like, okay, I have to bump it. You sleep in a silk cap. So your hair loss is like minimal and you're having hot oh. flashes because you're oh. in menopause. I'm in menopause now because of all the drugs right. that wow. yeah. they give me. So you're, like, hot as fuck. You're sweating in your fucking silk cap. But you got to do it if you want to be vain and have hair. (laughs) But I never stopped doing stand-up the whole time I was sick. So I was, like, I want to be on stage. I don't want them to, like, pity me. You don't want to do a wig or anything? I get so hot up there. Yeah. I work I don't know if you did you have you ever... I don't know if you guys have ever seen me do stand up, but I, I'm pretty physical. Yeah, like, okay. I guess you just yeah yeah I guess I so I get be hot anyway. Like yeah. I I always sweat up there. Yeah. yeah, and with a wig, I was like I just couldn't do it. And yeah. then like I move around, sometimes I flip over. Like I don't want to worry. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to be. The most me I could. Yeah. I gained thirty five over thirty five pounds. Like I was like, okay, can I just keep my fucking hair? Yeah. Because you lose oh. your eyelashes, your nose hair, your eyebrows, you lose everything. Whoa. Your pussy hair. That's the only bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're to hair. All that hair for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything. Wow. All of the hair and then Is you're it like, all
0: grown back like pretty much now? yeah
1: it grows back with a vengeance oh really like my pussy hair grew back so thick it had like a ring of light like that was reflecting <laughs> off of <laughs> it like snow white's head you know what <laughs> i mean oh, oh. My- so crazy the first time i got wow. a wax i like almost died oh really? like a panting yeah. probie commercial yeah. where they like flounce it, it in the light like, yeah I just was like, so healthy and yeah, yeah it really was i was like this is fucked up yeah and you really need your eyelashes and your nose hair and you don't realize it because it's not just streams down your face yeah. the whole time you don't have nose hair That's all you do is just get clear snot down your face. Whoa! And you like don't understand. You're like, oh, I guess I'm just this person now. (laughs) Oh, that's Fucking awesome. Wow. Great. Yeah, I recommend it. uh, And then because there's no eyelashes, things just fall into your eyes all the time. And I wear contacts. I would just be like for a good two weeks, I just cried straight Uh. without trying to cry. Like I would look up oh. and people would be like, Jesus, and I just would have tears because my eyes would just fucking be like destroyed because it messes with oh all God. your quick, uh, rapidly dividing cells, which are the lining yeah. in your stomach. So you fart all the time. I farted oh constantly. Like, uh, like anytime I'd laugh or move around, I would fart like crazy because your gut bacteria is all destroyed. Yeah. You're so sexy. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're fucking hairless. You have a fryer tuck bald spot. <laughs> You're just fucking accidentally wiping off the eyebrows you drew on. You know, oh, just fucking, oh it was. It's pretty humiliating. Oh my so god! Who,
3: would you take somebody with you to chemo? Uh,
1: you only went, my husband, my mom. Husband, the first yeah. time she she came, she almost fell apart. I was like, Oh, oh I can't do this. I'm already like worried and right. feel bad. I can't do this without you. So she, I never had her come again. Yeah, to wow. Any of them. What wow. would you do to pass the time? I mean, you can't. You're just in a living nightmare. Yeah. Oh, Some people, oh. I think have an easier time because they don't do the cold ha- cap and they can like watch a movie or do something I never could I was just in a living nightmare and I just like tossed and turned and sat the whole time it oh my god, terrible
0: how, how many the valets
1: at the cancer place felt so bad for me They're, they were so excited when I got better they were like oh. ah you look normal I'm like yeah. I know I'm, we're like high five because uh, you get to know people a lot your doctors constantly yeah. yeah and then I had six more chemo courses of just Herceptin which were fine. I would come in, be there for 45 minutes, leave, do my, like, life. I just, it would make me really tired and, like, short of breath. But other than other than that and horrible heart pa- palpitations, it was great. Oh, my oh God. You um, are a
0: warrior. You really no, are, yeah.
1: Not and really, you guys. You just do whatever you oh, can you to are, survive. Right? You are a warrior. Like, what are yeah. my what options? What are the options? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But you are. People like, are always saying, like, I have a joke about it, that you're, like, brave. And I'm like, I, it's not like I jumped in front of another woman that was gonna get cancer. And I was like, no. No, <laughs>
3: Is that a bit that's a that's bit, a bit. Oh, okay, god. God. that needs to be a bit. Like, these well, are so good no, like that's oh my god i think
0: yeah. it's because the way that you're talking about it that i think yeah. that's really what makes you a warrior too is like you're so open about it and you still have your sense of humor and you like guys, i'm sure so many people do but like that i feel like it's a really special thing i lost my asshole hair and you're like do you need your asshole hair <laughs>
1: guess what you do <laughs> you do For or what? you end up being a grown-ass woman that has diaper rash <gasps> no, no way! way. Really? constantly putting cream on like a weird 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 thing. it's like everything world. that could wow. go wrong with your yeah. body does, does yeah because yeah, your yeah, body's yeah. just eating it so that's yeah insane and there's yeah. it's pretty humiliating to say to your husband like hey could you go get some ass cream for me i really need it yeah my ass has a rash my asshole has a rash did you want to know this about me yeah because also i got fatter so my cheeks were just like closer together and i'm having like hot flashes so my ass is like just sweating it literally is the grossest you can be everything is fucking wrong and you know what's crazy
3: is like breast cancer is the one that like if you get breast cancer everybody's like oh well it's like super treatable now and like the survival rate is so much better like it's still a nightmare to have and like and it's like everything gives it to you like when my stepmom got it like she'd eaten a lot of soy and like tofu and stuff and her doctor was like well yeah that's you know that's that why they... a lot of
1: that in my 20s too yeah that's really? yeah like
3: tofu and so because it's like estrogen and like oh makes my... more estrogen so that can cause
2: cancer and cause then i like, never i don't think i've ever asked like why the doctor thought your mom got cancer oh
3: i mean like they can't really my step-mom, that's what they said you, my, they can't really tell you yeah like I mean my my biological mom like who knows like i was five or whatever when she got diagnosed and then um my stepmom that was like the only thing because i just know my parents came home and were just like no more soy like because she just she was like thought she's being healthy yeah and so now it's like and i was eating i was eating tofu for a while and i was like oh i guess i just won't do that anymore and even like hearing all this stuff once i heard about like deodorant like causing breast cancer i'm like great so now we're all trying to find natural deodorants that work because like
1: but also i was gonna add i was on birth control for like decades do you think that my uh, my tumor was that. fed by estrogen and progesterone mm-hmm.
0: Hi, I was, about oh. I was literally feeding my tumor just I just oh, was that. decades i was just saying that I, okay my so friend. i think i need to go off I'm, yeah. s- I'm scared now. Yeah, who fucking knows? My grand, my grandma had breast cancer. Has, gra- has yeah, she's had it three, four times. Oh, oh my god, No, a couple
3: times. Yeah, she nice. just. But she it's just like, what do you do? You don't you don't wear deodorant, you don't eat sugar, and you don't like go on birth control. Like, what what do you do? Until the holidays,
1: I was on keto for months. Really? Yeah, because it was like they they like were like they would never recommend it but when i came to my cancer doctor and i was like yeah i'm doing keto now i like eat very little sugar and carbs she's like it's like you read all it read all the literature bless you it is so you know it's so not good for you
2: yeah i mean like
1: oh okay so yeah yeah.
2: i know everybody's bodies are different with the birth (sighs) control stuff but like since being off of it for two months now i've never felt better now like i had a a period of time where i was a little foggy headed but i feel so myself and when my friend um who had also been on the pill for like 10 12 years got off she found um Lumps in her breast, oh. and they were benign. But like they, the guy, the doctor was like, "Yeah, it's largely from birth control pills." Oh, dude, are
3: so. you scared of getting pregnant though? I'd be so scared no, all the we time. use condoms. I know, but like, oh, there's all those things you read
1: online. That we like, did the pull-out method for like years. Yeah, if your dude's good
2: at it, just pull out. Just no condom. Nothing. Oh, well, and the, there's the Flow app which I highly recommend yeah. um, where you can track when and you're there are and stuff yeah though. there are times where it's like it is fairly physically impossible to okay. like you could have it without a condom and you'd be fine um, but yeah no I i feel great okay. i love not being on it
0: yeah. oh that's, my gosh uh, yeah that sounds like you yeah. can't win those well, a woman
1: because the reason you really like, can't be on the birth control is they found i had ovarian cysts and they're like this will shrink them and it did oh. i'm like oh so it's shrinking one thing with it's giving me another oh, wow. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah there's just something that's
3: always going on with your body and the birth control thing is so like that's fixing my painful periods but it's not anyway
1: yeah there's like, <laughs> i just again you're like oh this is making me better you're like, oh, better. You're like oh, or killing
0: me i don't yeah. know who knows? It's like that with all, everything it's tough nice Thank you. okay i have another question go so so many
3: did you ever consider
1: mastectomy they didn't offer it as an option they didn't really they that said so interesting they said that uh like i guess eight to ten years ago the thinking was yeah just like get rid of the whole breast yeah now i think they try to save the breast tissue as much as they can so they don't think it's necessary to do a mastectomy mm. um so he's like yeah a lumpectomy is what i recommend really oh. i did what you recommended if you had tested positive for the BRCA gene
3: would you have gotten yes them taken off yeah yeah, I, yeah for sure Wow. Yeah, because I know that's what most people, like, I still have to get, I still have to get it. I should have gotten it a few years ago. But, um, yeah, that's always been, like, my thinking. But I've talked to people who have gotten it and tested positive, And they're like, oh, I just keep a closer eye on it. So I was curious.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would like to live with uncertainty. And also maybe yeah. now that I've had breast cancer and I know how, like, horrible the treatment is. I would just like rather survive one surgery. Mm. Yeah. Also, one thing I want to mention is that now they do uh, a thing where if they remove your breasts, they can put the implants in right away, which Mm -hmm. before they weren't doing. And I think it's because it's mostly men doctors. So now I think they're getting a little bit more sensitive and like you can survive uh the surgery in a much easier way Mm. than getting the chest expanders and then going in and then putting in the other thing it's like no just get it in one fell swoop that's what i probably would have done yeah Yeah. but
3: so if they had offered it or suggested it you would have definitely done it or yeah if they
1: were like uh you're positive for brocca i would have been like okay yeah. I should
0: probably. Can we talk about what what the BRCA gene is, just in case anybody's listening? Because oh, yeah. I don't know a ton about it. So yeah, I yeah. don't either. Yeah, can you kind of? It's uh... just, uh,
1: basically, there's BRCA1 and 2, and they if you have a history of breast cancer, you can uh, get it get tested for that. And uh, you basically have to have your gynecologist uh, reach out to, like, your insurance company. Um, the only way they approve it is if you say you've had history. The first time I asked for it, mm-hmm. they denied it. And then I had to like ask again and be like, "Okay, well, my grandma died from it. Okay. Uh, it, you know, she had it, and then it came back. So, like, I would really like to know. So then they did cover it, and so it's a pretty uh, easy way to tell if you're going to get this one kind of cancer. And I think a lot of Ashkenazi Jews have it. Mm. Um, and I think basically, if you have a family of breast cancer, it's good to check for that because if you yeah. have that gene, then you're likely to." Mm get it yeah. so
0: if like my grandma's had it at least twice maybe more so i could call i could have my doctor reach yeah. out and basically say look there's a history in my family i need yeah. to get this test and it would be covered yes is it a blood test or uh i don't remember if it was spit or blood but okay. it was like it's pretty chill and if you have the gene what does that exactly mean that you're just what percentage are you more susceptible I think it's pretty fucking high really okay yeah. it's like 80 percent. holy shit That's really. what well, it's
1: yeah, yeah it, i mean and they consider like a 20 percent chance high like for yeah. me when i asked i didn't necessarily want to do um the medication that put me into menopause for five years mm-hmm. and i asked what my chances were of getting cancer if i didn't do it and they said like in the high 20s and that's they consider pretty high yeah, yeah. Wow. so if you have the test that tells you it's like 80 90 percent that's oh my God. really fucking high yeah and it sucks that you even have
3: to have family history you know to yeah. like to like demand to these things and even then like i talked to my childhood doctor that i saw up until like a few years ago and she would just be like nah, it's fine like just not a lot of urgency mm-hmm. on the part of a lot of doctors yeah. which is so frustrating because like they had all these statistics the other day in the hospital when i was getting the ultrasound and it was like eight in nine women who get breast cancer have no family history and i'm like what are you Uh, kidding me like why would you put this in here they had like two horrifying statistics and then the third one was like but it's super. The survival rate is really good now. You know, uh, it's like it's just like, what is this? Why are you doing this? You're yeah. gonna leave me in here playing like depressing Christmas music yeah. for an hour and a half while I'm like reading these like, oh, I don't know. Oh it's just, man, it's so there's got to be a better way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, did you have anything that you? I don't know. I mean, it, it is amazing to me that you just, like, sat there for eight hours enduring God.
1: chemo and the freezer helmet. Dude, like, when they take it off, you have snow in your hair.
3: You Whoa. do? You literally wow. have
1: frost and snow on your hair. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, like, I would take off chunks of snow. Like, you would go in the bathroom and you'd be like... So was there wow.
3: anything, like, whether it's... I know you mentioned the music and the MRI. That's, like, a perfect example. Like, it, was there anything that got you through the treatment you know that you like anything you used to cope as far as like were there movies you watch were there shows you got through was there music you went to when you needed that were there podcasts was like yeah pushing through and c- continuing to get on stage helpful
1: yes yeah, <laughs> just the last one honestly mm-hmm. yeah um a lot of people do the support groups and stuff and mm-hmm. the generally they're really good about uh at the hospital and when you go in for chemo when but by the way you asked where you get chemo yeah. it, you come to a hospital and it's like a chair that is like a lazy boy and it goes back and there's like curtains so it's like a lazy boy chair a regular chair uh they like bring in the whole chemo thing with the IV and whatever and then the curtains close around and it's just like all of you like that in a row wow. um on my last chemo day they gave me like the really nice private like all windows room and decorated it with streamers and Aww. gave me like a little champagne my nurses Aww. and like a little card Aww. it was super that's super really, sweet that's really nice yeah um to made me cry that's yeah I mean. yeah was it really was nice. really nice and also i gotta shout out nikki black who is a comic who had breast cancer in her 20s oh my god when she was 26 i think oh, oh god. which scary. is super crazy oh and god. uh how did she find it Lump i Soft? don't yeah i think it was a lump and it was really deep so she actually had a double mastectomy mm. um and she saw me do material like pretty early on about having breast cancer and it was actually the first time i did it and then i walked out of the room because i was just a little bit like i don't want to look at anybody after yeah. i did it it's like i hate like the pity thing mm. i just didn't really want to see it if that was what was in their faces yeah so i yeah. just walked out Is like at Lyra Hyperium. and then she walked out after me and she was like hey you know i had breast cancer and like don't worry like, you're going to be fine. And if you need anything, like, here's my number. Call no, me. Yeah. And then randomly, she literally left work one day, came over to my house with, like, a cancer bag. Oh. It had, like, a fluffy blanket, mm. which was, again, an amazing gift. You should give that to people who are going through chemo. Because one thing I didn't mention, in addition to your head being frozen, if you choose to do that, you, you might not. But the thing that you do have to do is they put your fingers and toes on ice Oh my god because oh, taxiteer will make it so your nails fall out. <gasps>
0: Jesus. So
1: it, you are literally sitting there like you're warm but your fingers and your toes are on like ice packs are tied to them. And you also have to be pretty vigilant about having the nurses switch them out cuz they forget and it's uh. like and the other thing that happens is you get neuropathy, which means you lose feeling in the tips uh. of your fingers and your toes. Uh. And if you notice that that's happening then they like lower your chemo dose. Because you're not supposed to. So people who do a lot of things with their fingers like write or play guitar or something, uh, they'll be a lot more sensitive to that. They'll be like, oh, my fingertips aren't, they don't feel the same. I feel like it destroyed some of my fingertip stuff forever, but not in a bad way. It just when I go like this. It doesn't feel the same as when I do at other yeah. places necessarily. Um, yeah, yeah, but I have uh, full feeling in my finger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a thing that happens. So when somebody gives you a fluffy blanket to like put over yourself while your yeah. hands are out, on feet or, or outside, that's a really great gift. Mm, and then she also good. gave me this like penguin that's filled with like kind of beads you can microwave
0: because oh, it's nice yeah. you microwave
1: the penguin and then you hug him
0: oh yeah. those are nice and gifts. then Thoughtful. she gave me
1: ginger chews to help with like oh. and ginger tea to help with like uh nausea, nausea. Yeah. but i gotta say ativan helped more than anything yeah. yeah and um what else it was just like a little kit for like getting through it and that's it was so nice. fucking nice yeah. yeah so i would recommend that if you have any friends going through that i would highly recommend that i would recommend my friend lee put every date of my chemo into his phone so like the day before and uh, the day of, he would just like text me and mm-hmm. like ask if I wanted to him to come over. And then he would drop me a pie off every oh. single chemo. He would like leave it on the porch and just go because so like. Nice. I don't know. It's hard when you're feeling really bad to even be able to hang out. I felt the most isolated I'd ever felt in my whole life. Yeah. And part of it was because people don't really know how to be around you when you're sick and they feel like you're contagious, even though you're like, it's cancer. Yeah. 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 You're not going to get it just by coming over. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people will fall out of your life, but a lot of people will pop up that you didn't expect. So it's kind of a, it's a really brutal growing period, but like, it's weird to say this now, but I really like myself now and they told me when I was miserable and depressed and I wanted to kill myself uh when I was going through treatment and right after treatment um they said this to me and I think this quote is really helpful they said um what you're going through right now is a transitional period yeah Mm. um you're never going to be who you were before you got cancer you're Mm, never going to be that person again but hopefully who you become next is going to be somebody you like even more Mm. (sighs) you got me i know you got me oh Oh, my gosh gosh. and i think it's totally true because i went through a period of like truly like not understanding my place in the world and like it makes you grateful and mad yeah and you don't know how to hold both of those in your heart at the same time yeah Yeah. because you're like i'm so lucky but also i'm so unlucky i'm the luckiest unlucky person in the world yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know and i get to be here and yeah. I get to have a life and I'm gonna probably have a baby and wow. It's, yeah. it's just weird. And I didn't even know I wanted that until I got oh. cancer and suddenly I yeah. was like, Okay, I'm fucking making a baby. Yeah. Fuck oh, you. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was gonna do that. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it's a really weird thing and it's weird to say like I am happier now than I was. God wow. I am, so but I take fucking fourteen pills a day. Mm-hmm. I am in menopause, so like there are things. Yeah. I'm never gonna get to do certain things, but I don't care. I'm very happy. Yeah. And I know that's like weird to say, like, I'm grateful I went through cancer. It's like, I kind of am grateful because it it really did put things in perspective. And I also feel like it made me uh, now with the Prozac (laughs) that they've added to my bipolar medication. It it feels like I'm not angry anymore. And Mm. it's just a good feeling. I didn't really think before that I would be a good mother Mm. because I was like, my temper is like not good Mm. Mm. and now i feel like i don't know it's easier to feel chiller about things once you've had cancer you kind of are upset about other things now you've been to hell and back what what could be worse you know now i'm like i don't need to yell about this whatsoever. you know we're all like you know it used to matter to me to be right a lot and i'm like Mm. mm. it doesn't really matter that much yeah like i think i'm a better like partner and writing partner yeah yeah. because i'm not like fighting tooth and nail for things that are not that important like i can be like yeah okay so you don't agree on this joke fucking let her have this joke you'll do the next joke or whatever or who cares there's no right answer nobody knows who wants what from this writing packet right you yeah. know there's this greater chance of her joke being what they're looking for is yours you know yeah. things like that not that i don't trust her i'm not trying to say it like that yeah but you know when you're in a writing partnership or in any other partnership i just see like sometimes you're afraid like oh my god if my voice doesn't get heard like i'm like i'm drowned out and i'm not present yes but i like no longer feel like that's what's happening wow. and, or like anything's being taken away from me i just yeah. feel like
0: pretty okay about wow yeah. i don't know um yeah the last time i saw you you were like yeah you really find out who your friends are when mm-hmm. you when you have cancer were you uh were you surprised by some of the people who weren't there yeah dude my aunt number once fucking like helped. family members
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: wow. yeah, dude yeah wow. yeah
1: my aunt who's my mom's only sister just was not there at all didn't come over once and sh- help, she lives out here somewhere she lives in the fucking valley wow. oh. oh my god yeah dude uh, oh I'm yeah so sorry uh, yeah it was, was really fucked up. fucked up yeah so like i still haven't let her really back in my life but i'm like talking to her when i see her now whereas before i was like you cannot talk to me yeah mm. like it's over yeah but, like i'm telling you like the little zen thing that's kind of also happening for me i'm just like kind of zen about the fact that it's probably going to take me a while to trust her and to have her be around but it's also now I know I can exist without her. And I think yeah. that's what gives me that chill, mm. yes. you know, because yes. I'm like, oh, I already didn't have you for like a year and a half or whatever. Or two yeah. years, you know. Yeah. It's I, and I survived. So yeah. like, now I'm like, OK, if I desire to invite you back into my life, it'll be like slow and chill. And I don't really feel any kind of obligation because yeah. she felt no obligation to be there for us. Yeah. You know, I don't feel any obligation and that's almost like a relief now. Yeah, yeah. instead of feeling like bad or like that hurts. But during cancer it hurt me terribly.
0: <sighs> yeah. It hurt me
1: terribly. And people that I would like, "Oh, you're I've had brunch with you almost every weekend, but now you've never called or came over." Yeah. Wow. Just a lot of things yeah. like that. And a lot of people just you realize are like it's not on purpose, but they're like selfish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you have to be like, "Oh, okay. Now let me like put them in another bucket." yeah Yeah.
3: like you you're here for you i know that about you now yeah Yeah. and and
1: like you can still appreciate things about them like much later where you can be like oh you're fun to do this and this with you're this kind of friend Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah you're not the friend i let in closer you're not the friend i invite to like this kind of special occasion yeah you know you're not the friend that i count on or like text when something major happens yeah you're a friend that like i can have a great party with And that I can, like, maybe occasionally book on my show or whatever. Right. You know, but you kind of, it just gives you more of an idea.
2: Yeah. And the people that
1: open their hearts to you who you don't know very well, that'll shock the shit out of you, and you'll be like, thank you right yeah. is this a mistake yeah Were you trying to do this to another friend and <laughs> you saw me yeah you know and then that can be really like a beautiful thing too if you let yourself like take that as like a a good thing in the universe sort of balancing out yeah the people that are missing
2: yeah Can organize yeah oh, yeah sorry. can i ask how long you were on birth control
1: oh Nicole? god since i was like 17 17 same mm-hmm. with me yeah a long so ass you... time
2: you'd been on it for what at that point, 15 years, uh, some 16, 17.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. With like, br- yeah, I took breaks in between, but probably that's about the amount of time total I was on birth control. Wow. And I know you're talking about like your mood being so different
2: now and that I'm sure Prozac is part of that too. Do you feel like, not being on the pill has affected
1: your mood too or is it kind of hard to like discern? I'm on where it comes so from? many medications mm. yeah. and all of them have something to do with hormones or um, shit like that yeah. and then like even like gabapentin which I take to uh deal with like the hot flashes and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, it also goes by Neurontin. It does other things to you, too. Sometimes it makes people depressed. Sometimes it lifts them out of depression. Yeah. The amount of things I'm on, I'm on Seroquel, which is a bipolar medication. Mm-hmm. I'm on so many things that who the fuck knows? Yeah. It reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where, like, Mr. Burns goes through a physical and they see that he has, like, 46 diseases or something, yeah. but he's alive because they just balance him out exactly. <laughs> That's, like, who I am. I'm, like, yeah. a weird, like, amalgamation of, like, a lot of weird weird things that are yeah. all definitely fucking with my mental yeah. but i have no idea which is which i'm I just, just think- grateful that they're like balanced out now yeah. and i'm honestly nervous when like the formula is gonna have to change you know because yeah. in four years i'm gonna stop taking uh, aromasin which is yeah. one of the one i have to take for five years so then i'll be like Am I going to feel different now? Is that going to do something? Right. In 10 years, when I stop taking my shot that blocks everything, am I going to feel different? Yeah. Like, I'm probably going to have to readjust my shit like a bunch of times yeah right. and i feel like that's what your guys's podcast is about too right it's like you're never done exactly right. Yeah. Right. yeah there's Absolutely. never a finish line where
2: you're like oh i'm fixed now i'm now officially the best version of me i'll ever be it's just like yeah. it doesn't come exactly you're yeah. just
1: always working on it and i feel like it's just especially with mental health it's like get help is what we say all the time but i feel like get help again Yes. Yeah, we should. Ooh, be I saying. love that.
3: Oh,
0: that's, that's so a good, good. quote Sophia. Yes. Oh my God. We're yes, t yes. this tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. help again. Oh man. And, so, I mean, uh, yeah Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I just. Yeah, I. I keep bringing up the artist because I'm reading it again, and I was talking with you about this. That like the the last thing it says at the end of that book. It's like a creative recovery type of book. Is like now read this book again because every Mm -hmm. time you read it you're circling it almost like it's a mountain you're at a different place in your life the next time you read it and the book is going to speak to you in a totally different way so it's that same idea like there's never enough help like you can keep getting help
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i'm sorry i have a question i mean this is like my most burning question i wanted to ask you but i i know it's probably very touchy no what where was where was your mind going like when you thought maybe you were gonna die Like what, where do your thoughts go? What becomes the priority? I want to know how that feels. Um, I guess it makes you think of all the love
1: that you could have given that like you might not have, Mm. you know, you Mm. just feel like shit. Like I could have hugged my mom like an extra bunch of times and like you know i spend time with her but you know it's just like oh why why don't i spend even more time with her and then i think about like why did i fight with my husband over this stuff or like what that was fucking dumb and it does make you think about like your work and it's like as a stand-up it's like you don't ever want to take yourself too seriously because then you forget that you're supposed to entertain people Mm. but then you're i'm also i was like What am I going to leave, like, behind in terms of, like, my work? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. if you look up my stand-up clips, it's like, I don't even have enough up of the work that I do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, it made me think about the perfect good enough thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you could have just put out, like, an album. Sure, it's not going to be the best album ever because you're always going to get better yeah but like it would be nice to at least be like i have a little bit of a thing that's like this is my little body of work but the thing i think i regretted other than the love stuff most is like not having written a book really wow Wow. because i was like that's what i loved that was my first love of things when i was a kid yeah Yeah. i mean i used to hide books in the bathroom so i could like read extra when my mom told me i couldn't read you know oh and and then i was like it's like funny that you kind of almost are so scared of the thing that you think is your purpose or it feels like too big Mm. that you like put it further away you know i was like i'm gonna i'm not ready for writing the book like i'm gonna write it later right and then when you're like there might not be a later it's just like all the things that pop up you're like i think i do have a book in me like why don't i just do it what am i fucking doing yeah And then the kids thing, because I was like, not ever sure I wanted to have kids. I I just honestly was like, I found someone to love me forever. Mm. (laughs) What the fuck? Let's quit while we're ahead. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I honestly was like, totally cool with growing up and like being like a snake lady on an island. (laughs) you know just like a boa constrictor just like crazy hair and earrings i'm just dressing for me all the time like i do now i'm just like yeah fucking all the colors of the world and i just have a lot of gentlemen lovers you know and like, like some of them have captain jack sparrow all of them, yeah like all of them are male oh, or female man. and they're like just weird and like you know i'm just like fucking them for fun all the time yeah. but really i'm just alone with my snakes yeah and then it turned out that a human man wanted to be with me forever and it's not that i thought that i sucked or anything i hope this doesn't come like as a low self-esteem thing it's just like my mom is single i just have not ever seen like the couple thing work for anybody yeah Mm -hmm. so i was like it sounds dope as hell to just be by yourself and have like lovers
0: yeah (laughs) so i was like that's
1: what i want honestly and then when i like fell in love and he was so opposite of everyone i ever had been with and then like he was with me through cancer in this like crazy way it's just like i i I did fall in love with him and like he is the person and it's like that fucking that's amazing yeah so it makes you feel the regrets are like they all come at once you Mm -hmm. know they all come at once you just feel like everything is something you can regret i remember the walk i took after i found out i had cancer just around the block right outside of like the hospital and i was like crying but i was also like this is a really beautiful sunny day yeah and i just felt like i fucking got i appreciate how beautiful the sunny day is and then i would start speeding a lot (laughs) because i would just be coming from doctors all the time and i would have my little hospital bracelet and my chemo port and i in my mind i was like pull me over yeah. pull me the fuck over mm. i want i dare you to try to give me a ticket <laughs> yeah. try to oh, give yeah. a fucking cancer patient a ticket so <laughs> i was just enjoying the shit out of driving oh, i would just uh-huh. vape and drive and is this a
3: bit is this write oh, no. all of this down seriously you're
1: gonna
0: have to really listen it. to this this is good shit oh, right yeah, so just
1: driving around the city daring cops to fucking pull me over and i feeling really alive like that was like that's one of the things you feel like you're gonna miss you're like oh i'm dumb mm-hmm. like it's sunny out all the days that i've just been sitting inside i could have been doing the same shit outside so just things like that where you're like oh that's a little regret that's kind of a big regret Mm. and then it really made me want to do holidays extra i was like max if we don't go to a fucking corn maze (laughs) a pumpkin patch (laughs) a hayride haunted house this halloween i will divorce you like i want all the holidays yeah yeah yeah. he's taking pictures of me in the pumpkin patch like i'm a child i'm
0: like pushing (laughs) toddlers
1: out of the way like fuck you two-year-old i'm a survivor just like wanting to be in all of the things yeah i'm like i want christmas i'm like we're going ice skating he's like you fall and you cannot ice skate i'm like we're doing it it's fucking christmas you appreciate it so like we got a nine-foot tree yesterday. Yesterday, because I was oh like, God. "Bitch, the biggest tree." Yeah, because oh I'm just—I so love it. It makes me hype now to like just do That's all awesome. of the holidays extra. And yeah, huh. and the baby thing is a part of it. I was just like, I don't know if I want a baby. In the second, they're like, "You probably can't have a baby." I was like, "Guess what, fuckers?" <laughs> <laughs> mom's having a baby, <laughs> and then I suddenly yeah. wanted so many of them because <gasps> wow. I was pumped all of these hormones. I was <laughs> like. <laughs> and then i started thinking kind of like a crazy person i was like i gotta stockpile these babies (laughs) because i was like now you know cancer happens i'm like what if the first one gets cancer you got to have a spare. Gotta have a spare. Oh, have a a
3: spare. spare? Oh, and oh I was god. like, what if
1: the spare is mentally unwell like you? Oh, got to have a backup have a
3: An a study. Yeah, for the backup. I'm like,
1: okay. What about if the backup just doesn't want to live in the same city as you and you really need them? Yeah. Gotta have a backup for oh, the backup. Man. So finally I was like, I don't know Max, I just kind of want to get into a restaurant and take it over with people I've made. Oh, he oh, was like, god. oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thinking about this alone you psycho dude i feel but like you need to write happened. you need to write a book about like how to live like you have cancer or yeah. some shit and you put all this in there about how to, live, how to live how to live in the moment and yes. everything that you just said in this just short episode i just feel like dude, i over talked no, no, no this was so good this really was won. that's the yeah. thing is like I, I haven't had cancer but i am able to get so much of what you just said to apply to my life right now yes yeah. you know yeah, what I'm i mean so like you don't, Absolutely, don't you don't have to have cancer to do all those things like take a walk and enjoy the sunny day think about what you fucking care about yeah like like you said you've always wanted to write a book and that was always mm-hmm. it was a shove to the wayside and it's like yeah do that thing be with the people you love do holidays big go yes. big yes yes
1: you yes. know now i'm like it. no more like saving dresses for like a special occasion yeah yeah when I get a champagne that's fancy for like an occasion I'm like bitch pop it right now.
0: yeah that's a chapter right right there like wear a fancy
3: dress now like that's everything you're
1: saying is just also I got a lot of cocktail dresses because I was like one day i'll be able to fit into these again
0: <laughs> and then oh, wow. yeah i have
1: been it's been really nice like, to just yeah, i incredible thank you i've been yeah, dreaming yeah, a, really so a lot a of feet you look yeah. beautiful you yeah. look happy
0: like yeah, you, yeah. Look, yeah. you look yeah. you look really brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah you do thank you. Yeah. um so, before we go yeah. where what can if i killed a man you? on the way here oh, wow.
3: i dare you wow. to, to, to prosecute me i feel
0: so free where can people find you take other lives
1: um people can find me uh on my podcast which which I host with Courtney Kosak. It's called Reality Bites. Uh, it's a love, dating, relationships podcast. It's pretty fun. That's awesome. fun. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia T
0: H E S O F I Y A. That's a lot of letters. Oh, I have one last oh, thing. My- yes. If anybody listening to this is going through cancer oh, yes. or about to to go through it or whatever, anything that you want to say, to um, those people.
1: definitely uh, take some of the t- tips that I've given for people to do to you you know or if you have a friend going through this do that like put the chemo dates in your calendar Mm. it's nothing makes you feel more like thought of and just remember in the very beginning when you get diagnosed that's when everyone's there for you that's when you're getting all the flower arrangements and then Mm. like two months in people are like you still have cancer Uh, right pretty over it by now so just kind of think about as long as the treatment is like try to be there for the person over and over again yeah and then um if you are going through it Uh, dude you're gonna be better after Mm. it's gonna Mm. I know it sounds weird and fucked up but you're gonna get out of it and it's you're gonna be a better person and it's gonna feel awesome you're gonna know exactly what you want out of life (gasps) because you just went through something super crazy and also uh, reach out to me if you have any questions or anything I'm really happy to uh, direct people to any resources I have. I wrote a whole uh blog on getting cancer if you want to look at it if you want to write your own when you get it and then mm. just send people the link. It's super oh, easy. Yes. I recommend it. So you don't have to have the can- conversation 8,000 times. Mm-hmm. Um and uh just a little thing when you, someone gets a chemo port installed, try to have them do it in the arm. A lot of people do it in the chest. Uh, LA is very, uh, looks oriented. So they started doing the thing in their arm for actors much earlier oh. so that you could go, so you could get insured because no one knows you have cancer and you can act in a movie. Oh, wow. So yeah. So just this, I find the arm is better. Mm. So that's a tip. And another tip, uh, you're going to be cold cause your stuff is on ice. So when you get a hoodie, cut out a little, uh, square here for your chemo port so you can keep your hoodie on. And they oh. just clip the thing in. Oh wow! And then you're just like still snug as a bug in oh a rug. You can watch Hot this tits. episode on our
2: self-helpless YouTube
1: channel, by yeah. the way, so you
2: can see what Sophie is doing and where she's she's pointed on
1: inside arm of your of your arm. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. your bicep. That's I could that's talk it. to you forever. Yeah, yeah, I let me know. Uh, this is amazing. Thank you so much, thank
2: you guys thank so much thank for you. doing this. Thank so you for having me. oh my God! Yeah. Uh, subscribe to self-helpless on iTunes and give us a five star rating and review if you haven't yet. And uh, Is that all we got? I think so. We love you you guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Oh, we love you guys so much. Uh, To continue to support Self-Helpless Podcast, go to selfhelplesspodcast.com for anything and everything you could want. We have our links to Patreon, merch, our individual websites, our Facebook group, Amazon link, full episodes, also our contact for our P.O. Box and email. And you can follow Self-Helpless Podcasts on instagram as well as us individually i am at t tom comedy or taylor tomlinson depending on if you're on instagram or twitter t tom comedy.com
2: <laughs> and i'm at kelsey cook comedy on instagram
0: at kelsey cook on twitter and kelsey Cook.com for tour dates and i'm at, at delaney fisher on instagram facebook and twitter and at dicks by delaney for some good old-fashioned dick stuff uh on instagram <sighs> facebook twitter and pinterest Perfect. and you can also follow self Helpless on facebook Thanks, Thanks guys, guys. Yay, We love, love you Why won't it let
1: me be